Hello, Charlie Clamos here. This is the European Echo podcast. You can find European Echo on europeanecho.com if you're not already there. You can also subscribe to the podcast through the podcast app on your phone. I'm joined again by Dominic Himmelsbach de Vries, and again it takes place at the Himmelsbach Research Centre, which is to say Dominique's houseboat. In this podcast, we start by talking about the future of work and why useful work doesn't pay. We then move on to talk about the future of art and Dominique's idea for a gallery for socially engaged art. So, enjoy. I listened like news radio about everybody being entrepreneur and, and people in the factories. They're going to be fired because robots can do their work. And they should adapt to new ways of employment. They should also be more flexible. And it's really like, <laughs> it is in, in one hand, and it's, it's good to be a little bit flexible. And being without work can also be really existential. For me, uh, basic income won't really work. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm skeptical about it because of the kind of people supporting it. I think more important, I was, was saying to my dad, how do you do it? Like, how does it work? You know, basically, like, I, everything I'm doing that I want to do doesn't cost any money. And the main thing that's taking money out of my life is, is rent. I've got cheap rent, but I'm paying someone and it can't, it, po- it can't possibly cost that much money to maintain this place. They're making a huge amount of profit from me by, by existing. I, I'm, I imagine they have to pay taxes and stuff, but like, I, I just think rents are high because there's people making money and you know we should get rid of we need to get rid of private property or have social housing it's not just it's a universal like, basic income yeah. it's it's everything we need it's also like for example the Dutch eBay marktplatz gets more and more expensive like second hand Macs are not half of the price or like good circular source are 70% of the price or 80% of the new price instead of half. And I think normally it would be half of the price is a second-hand thing. That, that's a sort of general rule, I yeah. think. But it's just like the market makes it... Everybody wants to earn the, the highest thing on the, the things that they sell, also second-hand. Um, and just like these days, I'm just thinking like, okay, I can ask like uh, a little bit more for it, but... I don't need to get everything out of it. It's nice that somebody scored a, a cheap second-hand thing and um, if he's happy with it. Yeah, yeah. You're sort of, you want to reciprocate. Yeah, it's, it's just more like you can also decide that the market doesn't influence the price. <laughs> it's also like somebody can also say like, okay, I don't rent my apartment for 1500 but I rent it for 700 that's a choice that people can make. It's a sort of, but only they can only make it if if, if they are not too dependent from the money. Perhaps. Well, this is um, represented in Stefan's uh, situation where he where he had this great deal where uh, he could afford to redistribute the deal so that he was offering desk space for a hundred euros, and then the guy. It, transpired that that was the old price that was what the other person was paying and he's going to have to pay this extra price the desk space went up to 170 I think so and that must have meant that it jumped for everybody by well quite an easy number to work out 
jumped by 70%, almost doubled in, in price. How did that happen? Because the guy had an opportunity to rise the rent because there was a new oh. tenant like for the space. And, you know, when that kind of thing happens, you think, well... There is absolutely no way that this guy needed that extra money. Yeah, like this is someone profiting. My um, my question was, um, well, what I was thinking was, uh, you know, when you say this thing about, you just mentioned that you'd heard on the radio that people are going to have to start acting like entrepreneurs and obviously be a bit more flexible, you said. And obviously that's good to be a bit more flexible, as you say. But doesn't that indicate that we're basically uh, actually facing a situation where the role of the artist as outsider might actually be quite useful, you know? And like, I, I'm wondering whether or not, like, actually there is something, there is a situation we're facing, you know? We're, we're... Yeah, I, I don't know. if My my view on labour is that machines promise already, like, 300 years that we will get it easier, that work will be done for us. <laughs> and after 300 years, like most of the heavy labor is is done by machines but we're not profiting from it there are just like some entity companies where it all goes to and 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 a small part of the people and i think like as somebody said that a while ago we should tax robots and that's how we're gonna pay the subsidy the the poor tax machines (laughs) yeah 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 i mean the, th- the thing is, yeah, if if um, if machines were meant to, f- to free us up to do something or free us up to have more spare time, then they probably wouldn't keep being innovated. If it was about giving us more time, then we work wouldn't exist. It makes you think that work probably isn't... I think people forget it. Forget that, that the mach- somehow we are inventing non-work like administrative work what are all the people doing in these office buildings not a lot no they, I they really, are I applying mean, for things they they are it's a sort of administration it's uh, sh- sharing things but all the like non-material thing yeah. do you think it's like it strikes me as almost like a very sophisticated version of um the apocryphal story of uh, during the um, Third Republic in France, Napoleon getting people to dig holes and then a team of people to fill them in again the next day so that, like, th- so that there would be employment, you know? So We could go to the... There is the Pyramid of Austerlich that's uh, somewhere in the centre of the Netherlands. And that is a py- pyramid. There were, like, a lot of... How do you call it? Battalions or something? B- or Battalions. Yeah, ju- just... Soldiers. Soldiers. And to avoid that they started to rape the whole surrounding <laughs> and, and, and be really, like, bored, they, they started to make this pyramid of Austerlitz and it's just they dug ground in the form of a pyramid somewhere. Really? Yeah, in the forest there. Just to keep yeah. them, because they, they didn't have anything to do and they needed to be stationed there. Yeah. So they just started, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I'm, um, I'm very interested in work. I'm very interested in the fact that everything I've ever done that's useful has been either underpaid or completely free labour. I think that most of the things I get paid for, I shouldn't really be doing. Uh, they shouldn't really exist as work. Uh, I've spoken to other people 
in other forms of jobs and they're exactly the same give or take I think some people like their jobs and feel there is some meaning in it I think more people like their jobs because of the social aspects that they get some out of bed in the morning they're socialised by the fact that they have to be in a place with people usually quite like them I think it's in opportunities where people are allowed to be creative and without the fear of their boss that's when they're probably enjoying it the most Mm -hmm. it's fascinating to me that work becomes something that you're supposed to enjoy I think it's not enjoyable I think I think play is enjoyable and I think creativity is enjoyable but I don't think that those two things are work I think they're labour they involve work in the sense that they require energy to fulfil them but I just don't think it deserves to be described as the same thing. I don't think that creativity and sociability and smiling and um, care care work is totally different from this pointless activity that so many people do. I think also just like the modern working world is, is people rely on it because otherwise what the fuck's the point, you know? And uh, this is why people hate artists, I think, in a way, is because they represent... We're like travellers. We're like the modern-day travellers. We're people that don't pay taxes. We live on the outskirts. We we present a different lifestyle where you don't have to have as much money. Mm-hmm. It's, it's incredible. Or, or in their eyes, like, that we get a lot of money. 200 million. Artists get 200 million a year in the Netherlands. Do they? Like, there is 200 million budget for arts. <laughs> Where does that go to? Not to artists. But <laughs> and if they, they would if they would share that between artists, then all artists get 3,000 euros a year. That wouldn't be enough to live on. <laughs> It would be interesting, just instead of like, in ones like, okay, almost Chinese uh, uh, situations, like, from now on, everybody goes on, uh, um, is it sieving sand? What you mean? To find gold? Uh, gold, gold, um, sifting for gold dust. Yeah, everybody. Or or everybody goes now, and then there are no vegetables anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you now, mean like in from, the... From now on... No museums anymore. Money goes directly to the artists. <laughs> It'd be quite interesting because, like, um, very quickly, I mean, it's, it can't be as little as 300, right? 3,000. 3,000. I mean, if I, I think, if no, I know it's 3, based 000, on like 70,000 people who, who call themselves creative okay, yeah. or artists. I mean, the problem obviously is that a lot of other people will be like, I'm an artist. Like, that's exactly what happened in FDR in America. You know, you'd have that. There was at one also point like hundreds of thousands of artists employed by the American state. So they had to like produce a piece of art every week or something like that. You know? yeah. um, anyway, for a very brief moment, it would be quite emancipating for a lot of struggling artists because they could, they would be equal to everybody else in the whole thing. Mm. And they, we, I mean, 3,000 is a lot of money for, for us. I think if we pooled our money together, you know, I mean, maybe even that would be part of it. It's like you can collectivize, if you like, 
and we will give you a larger sum if you, or you can have a smaller amount. And you would have a larger sum because obviously you'd be able to make more money from it. But yeah, I mean, people, <laughs> people can't. Yeah, it it it's a real tr- trouble. I think like if if people are annoyed about that little money, and the fact that it doesn't even really go to us, then then it's a problem. But I I think it's interesting what you say about the, the, the all the valuable things that you did were badly paid. Is that necessary? Do you think, or is that like, are people doing valuable things and good paid? No. I, I don't I don't think our money system is geared towards the social reproduction of... and all the hipsters they make great coffee and they earn something with it. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah of course some people do some really <laughs> lovely stuff and they yeah. get paid proper price for it because it's desired mm. but our system is developed around the idea of profit it's developed around the idea of growth and profit uh, the idea that we constantly expand and so the reason that the valuable things that I did didn't get paid is because they're not profitable they're valuable but they're not profitable funny indeed because where does all our money go to? to our houses? to our food? doesn't Who distribute our food at our supermarkets it's just like Albert Heijn, Dirk, like companies that are not nice. All our money goes to things that are just like not valuable or are, are just like assholes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, this is because I, I really, I, I think it, 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 all, it all boils down to private property. If you abolish the idea that anyone, any person had an intrinsic right over a piece of property, the whole system would be f- perfectly fine, I think. Like, cause and somebody said, like, how do you call this? Uh, legal persons or something? Or in Dutch, a rechtsperson is like a sort of legal body without... It's not a person. It's just a company. Yeah, like a corporation. Yeah, they're yeah. they're considered people, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that construction is like like there are in our law there are bodies without being human. Yeah, and these bodies, you could see it as an entity. It's just it doesn't have any limbs. <laughs> limbs. It it uh, responsibility. It's just there for for its own sake, for 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 making making a benefit. I mean, I, just to unpick it though, I, the one I the job I really I have two jobs in mind. I think, but the one I wanted to mention was working for this advice charity, and. These people just, they were so desperate. Some some of the people working there were just so desperate. It was really sad. Like, you know, and these are people living in London. I was offering them something that if they had the money, they would pay for, but they don't have the money. But as a charity, if it wasn't there, people who are essential for the city to maintain itself. So for London's 
London's cleaners and um, domestic stuff and it's uh, handy people um, housewives um, house husbands people who are like looking after several children carers people who just aren't they don't have any money at all suddenly got a situation where their rent has gone up or they can't afford they've lost some of their benefits and they just can't make ends meet and they're getting into debt they're going to get thrown out if I wasn't there if Citizens Advice wasn't there then these people would just be out on the street or they would have to leave the city London wouldn't would stop functioning within a few months and the thing is because there's people willing to do it for free because things are just about managing people are just about managing and things are just about going there is no acknowledgement of how important that, that is and I think as a result there's no money for it because the people can't pay me who are benefiting but the system the government and people paying taxes don't realize what their taxes are going for they don't realize that it's about redistributing their wealth that they earn because of the fact that they're enjoying being in a modern capitalist society where roads are produced for them and streets are cleaned for them and people are taught and people are cared for they don't acknowledge that their taxes are going to that and art is part of that as well they don't acknowledge that um that the prosperity of the country is is entirely benefited by artists you know people think that they they're in this bubble this separate privatized situation where they live with their family they earn their money and they think well i've earned all this money and uh, i owe society nothing you know mm-hmm. it's bananas but that's that's why I, a useful job doesn't get paid it's because it's um it's not profitable but it's also the state no longer accepts any responsibility for reproducing the system so I really want to do a job like that, you know, in the future. I'm just trying to work out how to be an artist in the meantime, you know. But the other job was um, I was working at the same time and got paid for it. It was another public sector job, but I didn't... Although I think, like... Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. No, I'm, I'm thinking, like, we spoke also about media and changing media because now the media is dependent from the market, Like social media, things appear more when they are liked by a lot of people. Like scandals and other things that appeal to emotions, like kittens, (laughs) are like getting the most likes. So this emotional aesthetic aspect of your work could get more value when you create content through interviews or writing uh, and reflecting on certain issues. When you keep an eye on this rule like okay it it needs to somehow fit in this framework of is it cute is it upsetting (laughs) um perhaps then you can still like uh, nah i don't know it's like a strange market mechanism that but you're saying basically to leverage the commitment to uh, emotional or socially engaged or affective I think some journalists really work just on social media and just get the work out because it appeals in these new media. But also some artists are benefiting from it. I think Tinkerbell, for example, ever heard of her? She she is like quite like reaching on media and, mm-hmm. and, and like she she did some 
quite famous projects in the Netherlands. Like, for example, things with animals. Animal rights activists demonstrate against her animal works. She had like a lot of gavias or, or, or guinea pigs in bulls walking in an exhibition. And it was all about like, I can do this, but bio industry is 10 times worse. So you can demonstrate against this, but still there is a whole bio industry. Was that her point? That was actually her. I think that's her point. Um, and, mm. and like, I think she, she gets sterilized in a project to, she is like quite a prankster. I think we should, uh, interview her mm. uh, once. I think last time we already like, also the conclusion was like, just not accepting that people think differently and that there are different perspectives <laughs> on all kind of moral issues and general issues. Just by accepting that people are different and trying to find a school system, for example, that uses different techniques to help people find their own power, then criminality would go way down. <laughs> and perhaps artists would be not always so angry and, and feeling so excluded. And um, then do you think that, like, just sort of to confuse your conclusion, mm-hmm. um, do, you, do you think that a lot of criminals could be artists? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's strange, but I think, like, a lot of people who feel stupid or who have the feeling like their intelligence is just not admitted or something. There are like, in in my own situation, it's just like, okay, time management doesn't work from planning from A to Z something for me. It's more like fake associative time management. That would work. And trusting that things, when, when I trust on my feelings, things will be all right. But in the same sense, I think a lot of people who are now not, their creativity is not developed and their their potential is not developed because the, the system is excluding them or the, the system is more a sort of, yeah, perhaps you could say a linear system, but there are way a lot of ways of thinking that are not adapted in the system or, and it's not perhaps the best thing to say the system, but it's like, there is um, a majority and a mi- minority and and a, a minority of, of people just doesn't come to power in this system, I think, and could way better, like, for example, like how, how just fighting terrorism or fighting the enemy, this whole topic or, or theme of having an enemy and the other one is bad, it is so... It's not modern. No, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I just like. I don't want to sound too like gushy about it, but like, I mean, it's a little bit of an infantile way of looking at it. Anyway, is that these people were all children once, you know, and they had a development, and a lot of it is social, you know, almost if not all of it is, all of our behaviours and stuff are a combination of. Um, social factors and Mm -hmm. our own way of thinking's interaction with those social factors and the social factors ability or inability to comprehend outsiders um and i think you know we do have to work extremely hard as a society to really like start understanding or kind of grasping these other situations today in an interview i i saw like okay that when there's a neighborhood and people can vote on something that that something happens there 
and thirty percent is really against that this happened there. Like for example, a bicycle path through the neighborhood, and and thirty percent is really against it. And it looks like a majority because people who are for it doesn't shout so hard as people who are against something. And you can say like, okay, that's that's bad. There are people against it, so we should. No, it's 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 good to see like why are people against it could we somehow figure it out together um i think that's that's also with <laughs> in a certain sense like why are there terrorist attacks on one hand like a lot is religious but not all is religious like for example, people who are starting shooting in a shopping mall or something. In the US. But also in the Netherlands or in other countries. It happened some years ago in the Netherlands. Okay. Why are people so angry and so upset? I guess it's because people just have an anger because they can't put their creativity and, and don't get accepted for what they are. They're not treated as people who are capable of producing and being creative and yeah. 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 Or or being like making things or I don't know. It's not about like everybody should be an artist, but it's just like everybody should be empowered and not be frustrated. How does this like gallery uh, or uh, gallery or network of outsiders um, map onto that kind of or as a sort of response what, what do you mean like the how does this gallery of this possible gallery of um, socially engaged art ah uh, yeah yeah we fit, were... how does it fit into um, trying to respond to this predicament we were saying like or I were saying why isn't there any gallery in social engaged art? Um, it would be nice to somehow start this gallery or or invite people who could set up such a business in a certain sense. I think like all the artists that I really appreciate are like, yeah, I, I call it non-linear, quite a lot dyslectic, ADD, ADHD, people who, who think differently. When I look at my own, like, why are my proposals rejected? Because I write clear proposals. But it could be, like, a general public, or most of people who are a sort of mediators between this work and selling it or something, are, like, thinking differently. They are perhaps more linear thinkers. And I think, like, we should have also, like, some mediators who are really, like in between that can translate the value of this work and of this mirroring certain social processes, mirroring social situations, and these mediators could translate that to a bigger audience. And that's why th- there should be like mediators or gallerists who also, for me as an artist prankster, but also like, but perhaps you could say that for potential criminals on primary school, who just, like, see the anger and, and think, like, hey, that anger that comes from a frustration that, that he is not understood in the school. But let's invent things. <laughs> let's make things in the, in the class. Uh, uh, do, do some innovative courses or something. And so there are everywhere, there are 
translators necessary that can also tell like the people who are not seeing that there are different ways of thinking teachers for example that, that say like hey this guy you are saying like he is bad in school but he is bored in school because he doesn't think <laughs> that way and he he has huge powers so i think like we need mediators And I need the mediator to bring my art to a bigger audience. Mm. But all kind of outsiders, like I need to be a general trust perhaps more, but we need to search like bindings with linear people to, to, to just translate and adapt our, <laughs> our capabilities. Mm. I, yeah, that makes sense. I, I, like what it makes me think is just quickly, it reminds me, it makes me think of the, political spectrum in a way uh the non-linear linear right side left side front back side mm-hmm. of the brain yourself you actually the political spectrum is often split in that way rather than left right it's authoritarian libertarian and then social individual right yeah i imagine that there's probably a huge amount of parallels in in the brain and the political spectrum right But you, you said it cuts through. I, I remember you saying that. But what what I was going to say, what it makes me think is that it reminds me of Hillary Clinton's phrase in response to Donald Trump's make America great again, which was America's already great. I think linear thinkers are saying society is already great is it, or society doesn't need changing. We benefit from society already why do we need you, <laughs> you know? Why do we... We're already beneficiaries, and we're the ones who've got the purse strings, hand, our hand on the purse strings. Uh, why do know. we need these outsiders who are just going to fuck everything up for us? <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. I think, like, Trump could be a non-linear thinker. I think <laughs> he comes from wrestling, man. Like, he, he's... he's um He was like on wrestling, American wrestling, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he's like, you know, the championship, re- you know, the yeah, yeah. the pantomime. Yeah. He was on it. He's friends with those people. That's what he is. He's like, the great thing about what's happened there, I don't want to like, that's just a whole different thing. But the great thing that's happened there is we finally see the wackiness for all it's like, mm-hmm. for all it is. There's no messing around anymore. And I think you know, yeah, he's he's a he's a prankster. Probably worth thinking about a bit more, but mm-hmm. then we can stop. I think we talked enough. The European Echo podcast was brought to you by European Echo. The theme was Cast by Jim Clemens. If you like the podcast and would like to hear more, you can subscribe on the podcast app on your phone or on iTunes. You could also head to the European Echo site at europeanecho.com or like us on Facebook.